Welcome to what up? The Roommate Report! Wow! Electric. Absolutely electric. I'm this is pumped. season one, episode five. We are over a month into this podcast. Huge. How's it feel? Huge. Absolutely <laughs> huge. I love to see it. You love to see it. It honestly feels great. I mean, that's a whole hand of pods. A whole hand of pods. A handful of pod, baby. <laughs> you love to see it. Wow. Um, on today's episode, we are uh, sadly missing our uh, our best friend, Sam Ghosh. Sam he, Ghosh. He became most well, poor beer out for Sam. <laughs> poor one out for Sam. Poor uh, out, He's baby. still alive. Everything's okay. He... <laughs> Sam, Sam tragically passed. <laughs> he did it. That's not true. He actually became an uncle uh, to two beautiful nieces. They're twins. Absolutely adorable. Um, so he is back in Chicago. We're going to do two weeks without Sam. We'll see how it goes. We've never done a podcast without Sam. Um, but in place of him, for we have... For two weeks, by the way. We didn't tell you this, but yeah, you're on yeah, for two you're, weeks. You're on contract for two weeks. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> um, we are having uh, one of our best friends out out in California. Um, he is wow. I mean, I don't I even mean, know how to intro him. The the level of bro is just off the charts. Oh, he is bro to the core. We're currently matching. You are um, both, both repping some. Nobody support understands me more. We we were RAs together. He was almost our roommate in the trend. He was, he was your roommate. Well, he, he was. He's basically he our was, roommate. He was equally our roommate. He lived with us for a, a little bit. Out. Yeah, for like a month in the middle of quarantine. Yeah, it was a weird situation. You were supposed to be able, It doesn't matter. It doesn't, it was <laughs> he a was almost time. a roommate. He was almost I a roommate. I still consider him a roommate. Yes. Well, you did live with him for a while in college. I'm in the Holy Order No, I never sword. lived with him. Yeah, he's in our group message. You lived with him senior year of college. Oh, my God. Yeah, I did. <laughs> Whoa. I mean, the man needs no more of an introduction. Wow. He is a uh, pastor, newly pastor, Josh Singleton. Singleton. Hello, my children. <laughs> <laughs> it's great to be here. Josh, tell us three things about yourself. Quick, three things. First three things you think of. Go. I have the honor level of Prince Zuko Team. restored Fire Nation phase. That's true. <laughs> so thanks to my Confirmed. boys. Uh, Joshua. <laughs> I, Joshua. Uh, Bill Simon is my favorite professor at Bio University. Shout out Always and Forever. Yes. Mm. Uh, And shout out Transparent Productions. Support live music. I love them. That's the third thing about me. There we go. Check out their merch drop, baby. Transparent Productions. We could use some help. Wow, that is uh, where so Josh is taking place of Sam essentially. He's gonna be probably more talkative than Sam. Sam kind of sits in the corner half the time, but. But we love him for it. We love him it's for true. it. And he, what, I mean, when he, when Sam chooses to speak, though, he spits, speaks, spits oh. words of wisdom. Just a wealth of. Yeah. Wealth of knowledge. <laughs> wealth of knowledge. <laughs> it's like, he's like King Samuel. <laughs> <laughs> facts. Straight well, up. Straight up facts. Wow. Pastor King Josh. Samuel. Yeah, look at that. Already pulled out the Bible now. Oh, Something I need to say about Josh. Wait, 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 wait. Samuel wasn't a king. Oh, it was King Solomon. Solomon. Yikes. Samuel won books of the Bible, though. This is my one pass. It's only been a few weeks, guys. I'm learning. (laughs) He just opened his Bible for the first time. (laughs) Dang. Wow. Wow. Well, this is Josh. He'll be here for the next couple of weeks. Yes. Um, Let's get into the pod. Adam, love you, bro. Great time being a roommate this last week. How was your week? How was my week? My week was good. Uh, honestly, 
If I had a bad week, I question if I would talk about it. Well, I probably would. You would talk about it. I Come think on. so. But Did you have a bad week? No, but I think it's hard to have a bad week. In well, there's probably not hard to have a, in the stage of life I'm in. There's nothing that can go wrong, really. I mean, God bless. Yeah, like I'm. You love to see it. Like I'm, I'm single. I'm just living so in southern. So you started off. Well, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I live in Southern California. Like I can't complain with where I'm at with life. So um, my uh, my week was good. I'm trying to think of anything exciting. I played a lot of video games this week. The past two days, I played a lot of video games. How was that for you? I realized uh, on f- is it Saturday? I realized on Friday afternoon, I I had spent. A whole 24 hours indoors i hadn't wow. gone outside um and i was like man i gotta get out yeah so it, it was it was fun my video game uh journey this week was fun but it, i mean i realized that i needed to get outside so we went to the beach today which was which was good happy um, birthday kyle happy birthday kyle he, we celebrated our dear friend kyle's birthday um but yeah that was my week matt how about you how was your week to be honest i had a wild week you did I didn't see you all week. I, I was in San Diego pretty much the entire yeah. week. Um, I, mi- I missed my roommate. I'm going to be honest. I missed you. Wow. It just wasn't... Uh-huh. I just... I missed, uh, missed our, our room. I mean, it's I, not the same, like, not going to bed next to each other every night. Yeah, you know? it's, I mean, it's just... I feel like there are so many... So many just sweet conversations I missed out on but um yeah I was in San Diego for for like four or five days Mm -hmm. and um it was fun um it was actually very fun I went whale watching well actually we'll come back to I went to a job interview and that was I've learned a lot already about life in that I've this is kind of hard to like this is a weird thing to talk about just briefly on a podcast because um based on the current standing of the world that it seems like you got to take whatever you can get but I've turned down two jobs in the last week Hmm. just about um well turned down one am on the road to turn down another one, one was like one was at a restaurant. Turned it down by the time this podcast is out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And so one was a, a restaurant job. This other one is another insurance job, but yeah. like full time deal. Um, really good job, but it's just not. It's a sales job, which I've learned a lot about uh, the meaning of work and the realities of work and. I mean, I think that's what this whole last year has been, but I think kind of going through this process and talking to people wiser than me about it who who have told me, you know, I can afford to wait yeah. right now and figure some things out and uh, find a way to make work both uh, like a priority but also uh, something I'm, I'm building. Yeah, yeah. Like a, a building on top of, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Cause it makes sense. Basically, I'm maybe getting too deep into this, but it's something that it probably wouldn't be permanent if I took it. And that's just something I value is, is something that's going to have been important in the long run. Yeah. 
For sure. So I've learned it's been a stressful, but but I've learned a lot this week. Well, I feel like I mean, even just you came back last night and a couple conversations that we've had. Uh, I already feel like just this week you've come to some like realizations about yourself and what you want in the future that I don't think you even had a like start to where you were like feeling or thinking on it before this week. I feel like it was just a good week for you to like self-reflect. Well, exactly. It was a great week of reflection and uh, challenge. Yeah. Because, I mean, there's a lot of pressure to just take a job right now. And it totally makes sense. And I think a lot of people would say it's stupid not to. And in a lot of ways it is. But I think in this situation for myself, it's, I I will find the thing that I need. Yeah. Or that, and I like the job. Because sometimes you just have to, work is work at the end of the day. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is 100% true, but, you know, sometimes you got to wait. For sure. And I, I specifically want you to find something that you enjoy doing. Yeah. Because I think it'll just make your life um, worlds better. When totally. The majority that you spend at work, you spend most of your time. So if yeah, you enjoy well, that's that, the big thing. I would, I would love that for you. Yeah. So, I, like, look, I, love, I want that for all my bros. Like, bro. I'm stoked that Josh, Josh just became a pastor. Josh. Josh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I'm stoked that he just became a pastor because I know that like he's excited about it and he enjoys going to work right. every day. Pumped. Homie yeah. gets to Hangs get at lunch skate with parks and yeah, stuff. Yeah, like with the Ute. Nothing's the more Ute. godly than raising canes at a skate park on a Tuesday. Oh my gosh! <laughs> wow, I've never heard anything more holy. That was biblical, no doubt about it. <laughs> It's first but, uh, Josh 12. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a little sacrilegious. Yeah, but absolutely not. Well, maybe. <laughs> um, so you also went whale watching. Dude, Do you want to circle back to that one? Yeah, well, also let me just say this. I'm going to throw this in really quickly. Yesterday I FaceTimed with this guy. like The beer lord. One We're going to call him the beer lord. One of my to- Can we I call have him three- the beer lord? Yeah, he's the beer lord. Okay, beer so lord you- Dave. Beer Lord Dave. I FaceTimed with Beer Lord Dave, who is one of my top three favorite people in the world, guys, in terms of just, like, people that I've known forever and just look up to. Mm-hmm. FaceTimed Beer Lord Dave for, like, an hour and a half about homebrewing and why he loves making beer, and it's something that I might want to start just for fun, and it was a great time, so That's very sick. fulfilling. We should start a brewery. And it's but it's possible. We yeah we <laughs> under Beer Lord Dave's guidance, we could become beer lords ourselves. We, yeah, would he be beer king then? Well, if we were beer lords, he would be beer king. He would have no. Well, yeah, I we mean, would be beer dukes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'd be beer lord, and we'd have to be beer dukes. I'm just looking for my beer duchess, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all right? Wow. <laughs> that is huge. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> that was so good. Honestly, uh, honestly, I'm pretty proud of myself yeah, for that, that one. That was not <laughs> bad. I mean, just out of left field, but sometimes that's what you need. Um, yeah. So that was that was great. I went whale watching. Yes. In San Diego. How many whales did you see? Ah, well, scientifically speaking, <clears throat> scientifically speaking. I saw 350 approximately because whales and dolphins are technically in the same family. Dolphins are whales, that is to say. Yeah. I think is what they said. No, 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 no. What did Google tell you that? Wikipedia? Look, we can Google it if we want to, but 
they technically are both mammals blowholes give a certain type of birth that is they don't lay eggs they give live birth (laughs) 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 and that they're basic they they are they're the same But dolphins are just smaller, so we talked okay, about Okay, so you saw 350. But I didn't, talking regular terms, no, I did not see a whale. Okay. <laughs> That's a major bummer. It seems like a big well, scam to say you're going whale okay, watching one, and not see any the, whales. The thrill of seeing a pot of dolphins just... I feel that. I, I mean, they that. don't even swim to you. They, like, it's so much more joyful than that. Yeah. They, like... What's more? What's a joyful swim called? Is, would it be a water dance? <laughs> No, what I would call it a water dance. I don't know. A synchronized oh, well, actually, I learned this. They call it what do they call it? Oh, they call it porpoising. porpoising? It's when they jump out of the water, and so it's so like you think they're doing it on porpoise. Dolphins, <laughs> you're saying dolphins are whales, but when they swim a certain way, they're porpoising. No, 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 no. That's three different animals. No, <laughs> <laughs> porpoising isn't. It's an action. Uh, but it's porpoise, but is a porpoise an is an animal. Oh, is it really? Yeah, yeah. it's like a. Mi- Show me a picture of a porpoise. It's like a little dolphin type creature, isn't it? How do you even spell porpoise? I also learned that there's P- river dolphins. O- R- yeah. Which scares me. They're disgusting to death. though. They're like, like um oh. like I consider them possums of the water world. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yeah. But Dang. um it's th- th- here's the thing. I mean, am I a little bit disappointed? I didn't it's blue whale season, the largest mm-hmm. animal in the world. I didn't see one. But Think about how large the ocean is. The world is oh, in... that's a weird looking... That's a... Wait, what is that oh, called? Oh, is that a porpoise? It's like in between a whale and a dolphin. Describe it, Adam. With it, words. It's, <laughs> right? She a thick dolphin. <laughs> yeah. That's what, that's what I would describe that as. It's like a dolphin. That, but look at... Look, it's smiling. Wait, can I see it? I gotta... <laughs> I mean, that is sick. Oh. Uh, it yeah, it looks dude. like a it chunky looks, dolphin. It's like a dolphin that ran way too fast... Into a brick wall. Wow! And its whole its whole nose, its whole beak, just <laughs> it went back into its head. That's basically <laughs> a porpoise. Nice. But um, look, the ocean's huge. Obviously, it's not full of whales. Honestly, I feel like if you see a whale, it's because the whale decided to bless you with its presence. And I'll go back and look. I'll keep. This is a lifelong hunt for me. I love whales. Have um, you seen a whale in person? No. That's there, a wait. Major well, there's problem. one time. Maybe that I did. It's not confirmed, but it wasn't a dolphin. Maybe it was a porpoise. Honestly, now that we've looked at a picture, it's a it's good a, in between. It's a but good. it was like a. It was either a really big dolphin or a really small whale. <laughs> so it might have been a baby whale. Okay. And it was, but it was off the Whoa. coast. It was off Crystal Cove. It was really close to shore. Where's that? It's it's in um, Laguna. It's oh, it, okay. It's the yeah, state. Yeah. It's the state beach. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I got it. Uh, but so anyway, no, I didn't see a whale, but I saw a dolphin. That's a bummer. Yeah. Um, also just sorry to round up my week. I started, I bought some new books, the Robin Williams biography. Very dope. I've read a couple chapters of that. Mm-hmm. Then history nerd, this one book called the little Matt's, history. Matt was a history major. Made, uh, history uh, major. Matt was a history major for those yeah. who don't know. Love it. Um, runs He's in the, the family. only history Shout major I ever. Was he a history major? Well, I actually talked to another history major today, and it was terrible. Oh. Remember? Oof. Yeah, I do remember that. It was a very terrible, awkward conversation. <laughs> um, I doubt she will. It was great. She's a great girl. Just awkward conversation. <laughs> uh, anyway, got a new book today. read about uh, 
It's called uh, A Little History of the World. It's actually a very famous book. Mm-hmm. Very good. World history for kids, but just told chronologically in a great whimsical manner. So this morning I read about uh, the Buddha. I read about Buddha. Confucius. I read about... Um, there's another like pig around the same time as Confucius, big uh, kind of religious religious leader guy, but I don't want to... I can't totally remember the name. Anyway, read a lot about religion this morning. Very interesting. Hmm. Uh, got me thinking a lot about... I just think it's interesting that... Because also, a lot of ancient history is just centered around religion yeah. and gods and, and how people worship gods and how that, you know, shaped their culture. And it's just... It's crazy to me that one one of the consistent things about mankind throughout all of history is that we've had gods yeah or, or religion at least some form so it's like and we've talked about it a little bit on the pod uh we we're, we're christian guys uh we believe in god and so it's it's it, it but that doesn't mean we i mean our, our experiences with god are all pretty different yeah for um sure. but i think it's really interesting that people forever have always tried to figure out the meaning of life and the origins of the universe in terms of this like god concept yeah well it seems like there's like at the innermost at the core of us there's always this like uh desire to to find something that's bigger than just ourselves yeah because if because there's a pull to that like it yeah. feels like well it's i mean even the the statement of there is no god is a is a yeah. huge statement of like faith, faith you could say. yeah 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 it takes a lot of faith to believe that yeah because I, I feel like no matter what you say about life it ultimately boils down to god yeah or not god which in in a sense is just a different form of god hmm. you know what i mean yeah for sure do you, so yeah go ahead do you feel like that same desire to seek uh something greater than us uh is still a part of like everyday life now like i think of like in for, our for people generally yeah for people generally i feel like there's less of a de- desire to seek something greater than this mm. now more than ever maybe it's because of technology or the things that we have and there's no need to i guess yeah well that's what i would say i think i would i would say that it's still there. We've just found a lot more stuff to to clog that hole with. Because mm-hmm. when you look at my big thing is look at the if you go into a Barnes and Noble, there's a whole wall devoted to self help. Yeah. And like self improvement. And maybe this is an American Western culture thing because we have this luxury to be able to do this type of stuff. But yep. it's I f- we're so I mean everything feeds into yourself. Yeah. Yeah. When you're younger, like for college, I remember the, I think the best advice I ever got going into college was don't get sucked into yourself essentially, because everything, the second you step out of high school, you know, even starting in high school, your, your senior, junior year of high school, it's like, what school are you going to go to? Yeah. What are you going to study? What do you want to do? And those are all important questions. And then you step into college and it's why, like the same, it's the same questions basically, but everything is what's your schedule? What are your goals? What are your this? What is your that? Yeah. And everything becomes about you. And so everything, and then even now I'm seeing in adult life, 
with the, with the whole job thing. It's like, mm-hmm. well, what do I want out of life? What do I want out of a job? What do I want outside of a job? And everything, it's so easy to like crane everything. Like our necks have just been like twisted to just always be looking at ourselves, it seems like. And so, and that's because, you know, we, we can afford to worry about ourselves in, so deeply. Um, and there's pros and cons of that, but back to the self-help thing, it's like our, our greatest goal it seems like as Americans is to be the best version of ourselves. Cause think about Disney channel Yeah. and this, I actually, even as a kid, like felt weird about this, but it was always about like, be yourself. Yeah. That was the big message of everything. Um, and it was like, nobody is, nobody can be you as good as you. And those are like true mm. good sentiments, but that is like the obsession. Everything is about being, yeah so unique and being so true to yourself and nobody can tell you that you're wrong or this or that. And so I think we've, we've made ourselves God in a sense. Mm. Um, because if we're not, everything always comes back to like, well, how are you doing inside? Or have you found yourself yet in this and that? And I think there's a whole lot of inclination in our culture to, if there's ever a problem, if there's ever a longing for something bigger, the problem isn't outside of yourself it's in yourself Mm. and so there's something you have to fix to make everything seem right rather than i think what for most of human history has been is what outside of us is wrong but it's it's become now more what in you individually is wrong and so now we have this whole like economy of knowledge that's like self-help and you know five ways to improve your life here's how to handle your money here's how to do this and that And that, I think, in the last, I mean, I guess I can't really give a specific time, but probably just in the last, to me, it seems like it's exploded in the last five to ten years. Um, but I think that's become kind of God. Yeah. And that's that's why we don't see as much reaching out for a God of, even, of any religion even. Yeah. B- because we feel like we have to fix ourselves first. Which is, if to us, is the opposite of what we believe. Exactly. Is it's we are the polar like. As Christians, we believe that you don't need to fix yourself. You can't fix yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's the ultimate. It's when you come to the realization that, in the end, you're not good enough, and you're not going to be where you. You're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You can't be that. You're like it's not possible. And you come to the realization that it's only through Jesus that we right. can do that. Which is like, I think it's so hard to grasp. In, I think it's easy for us, at least for me, because I grew up with that knowledge. Mm-hmm. Like I grew up in understanding that I'm never going to be enough. There was a perfect person who came and died, and. Uh, made a way for me to go to God in my sin and he can take care of it, yeah. you know? But for someone else at our age, even just coming to that knowledge, it feels like such a hard pill to swallow. Totally. Because it's, we live in such a legalistic society. Would you, would you say so? I th- I think so. I mean, it's not that I think that everyone is thinking about it all the time but i think when it comes to your view of other people it's legalistic in what way in the in the way of like you're counting everyone else's rights and wrongs huh, that's true like I, it's and, actually i've never really thought of it that maybe way. maybe it's not inter- like 
looking at yourself, maybe it's not. Right, yeah, like when you assess yourself, it's it's very open-ended. It's very yeah, it's, anything goes. But when, you, yeah. when you're looking at other people, it's like they have to yeah. match up to your expectations. Yeah, a little yeah. Bit. yeah. So I think... And everyone does that. For sure. I, mean, I think we do that. For sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, that what sucks is that that seems like one of the biggest problems in the church. But I think it's a big, not a big problem. I think people view the church as judging you for what you've done or what you, I think that's a problem because it's a problem in the real world. Yeah. Not because it's a problem necessarily just of the church. I think we always are just thinking in our daily lives that we're counting everyone else's sins and wrongdoings and right doings. Are they a good person? Are they not a good person? I don't know. Yeah. So it's like, I, I agree that it's, our world is more than ever is more self-focused, but when it comes to outward, like us thinking of other people, it's the least forgiving place. Totally. More and more. Sucks. Yeah. So, well, more and more now you think about anyone of any influence doing one little thing wrong, they're done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which to some extent in some of the things that they do, they should be gone. Totally. But in a lot of ways, it's like, where's the forgiveness in, some of this stuff, man, if someone was paying attention to the stuff that I said in high school to my parents because of how mean it was or something, I'll get canceled. You know, I'll, I'll yeah. like, it's just like, there's a, now more than ever, there's a record of the things you're saying and right. not saying. And it's like, kind of scary of the lack of forgiveness in our society. Yeah. Um, if I could like go off of what you two are both saying, this is kind of like my perspective on it is. I took a uh, I took a worldview class my senior year at college and we kind of went through the different major worldviews in the world so we went through like naturalism nihilism um, most major religions and whatnot Um, but the one that really got me was postmodernism and it and my professor argued that that's essentially where we're at now and Y'all can quote, like, don't quote me on exactly what the meaning is, <laughs> you out there. Yeah. Uh, but if I could best sum it up as I remember it and with the conversations I had with my professor, we kind of live in a time of what postmodernism, the, like the kind of mindset that it fosters is like, and it kind of touches on what you guys were saying, but it's essentially that there is no, like, n- like we're entering into a generation where because of our access to technology and our access to information, um, we have like young kids who are being exposed to ideas that mm. they're not ready to comprehend where they're kind of having to, to, to see it and wrestle with it. And in an age where like people didn't really have to before, um, yeah. at a depth that they never had to before. And it kind of creates this mindset of like, there is no absolute truth. Like that's yeah. what it ultimately leads to, because it's like when you're getting every single opinion, ima- like imaginable before you've even decided on your own opinion. It kind of creates this thing where it's like, well, if everyone is, if everyone who's talking to me about this thing is telling me that their opinion is the right one, then what's, who's to say that my opinion is the right one? So it kind of creates this thing of like, if everyone's opinion is true, then what's true? Yeah. And so then if there's no absolute truth, then all I have left is determined that my truth is the truth. And that's what you're getting. So this whole idea of self-health and, and whatnot, I think it stems from this idea now where it's like, as the world becomes more just like information filled and you can't trust the news, you can't trust the media, whatever people are kind of left to be like, if I can't trust anything, I can only trust what I determine for myself Mm. is true. 
But as you guys are saying, like if you're a Christian, that comes in direct conflict with your worldview, which is there's absolutely one truth and that's mm-hmm. God. But how do you convince someone? Like if you have someone who's like, all I know is my truth, then that's going to obviously come in conflict with your truth, which is like God. Because if someone's def- like deciding on their own truth, it's going to be like, well, I'm going to do what's best for me. I'm going to look at what's best for me. So it's it's very difficult to think outward. Because if you're thinking outward, it's they're going to do what's best for them. Right? Mm-hmm. But when you're a Christian, it's like the whole idea is you need to not think about you at all. Mm-hmm. It's like, how can I serve others? So it's it's weird because kind of to bring it home, like the thing what he gets is like, because if you're thinking in the world now, what what, like what most people are after is kind of like this kind of utopia type thing where it's like if every like where every single person gets to live their truth. Yeah. And he's like, that's not a wrong thing to want. But the issue is, what if you have someone who their truth is the exact opposite of someone else's truth? Right. Mm-hmm. How do you work that out? Because what if one person's truth is not affecting anyone but themselves, but the other person's truth is also not affecting anyone else but themselves? So it's like his argument is just that when you leave normal people to that, there's no way they're going to figure it out. Yeah. So that's why he argued that's why there's religion because people basically a long time ago figured out if we all try to decide what's true by ourselves, we're not going to work it out. Right. So we need to point to something that's bigger. Hmm. So it's like, is there truth to that? I think there's like merit on both sides, Yeah. but I think that's why it's still an issue today. Cause it comes down to like what people view as like truth in the world, you yeah. know? Huh. Pretty wild. Yeah. <clears throat> that's actually, I, I had a very similar conversation very recently with a friend about kind of that same concept of we we were talking about a specific like we were, we were basically talking about um sex like outside of marriage is that okay or not and um and it's like so I'm trying to figure out how how deep to go into this, but <laughs> no, I think, and not I think not into the not into the not into the topic, but into yeah. the like conversation. But yeah, because so basically the the person I was talking to about it um is a really good friend who's kind of had had a faith Christian faith and is kind of um. And I, I respect this in people of wanting to figure, like, they felt like it was just more handed to them than something they actually believed. So they've stepped out of it to um, assess, I guess, what, what they actually do believe. And so they've kind of landed more in, a, in an agnostic position. But this this whole topic came up, and the answer to that question doesn't really matter for what I'm saying. But it was, it, it came down to, is sure. there one truth or not? Yeah. Um. And so it's just super interesting because I totally get where people come from um, in that scenario because it, it I think it truly does stem out of a place of wanting to respect people's pursuit of truth or what they believe because a lot, a lot of people are figuring that out right now. And I think that's kind of why we wanted to talk about this whole thing yeah. anyway. It's not necessarily, like, I don't think the point of this is to, come at it from a Christian perspective and say like, this is why God exists or, you know, like this isn't like an altar call type of thing. This is more of just a discussion on, I guess, what does God mean 
to us, yeah. sort of, because I think it's just everybody thinks about it. Yeah. It seems like, but um, it, it was just interesting uh, going off what you said, Josh. Like that is such a common thing in it, it uh, in terms of like the postmodern view of there is not one truth. It's yeah. more it's truth is personal. And it's just super interesting what it does um when it, when it comes down to people's belief in God and morals or mm-hmm. what however you want to phrase that, I guess. Um, but yeah, I guess to kind of take it out of like a super Christian scope and, and just talk about it like as a person, um, I think we, we all have our specific beliefs, but because the concept of God is so huge. Um, massive. Yeah. It, like outside of Jesus or um, Allah or, yeah, you know, I actually any, don't even know. Insert any religion. Krishna, that's the only other one I know. Yeah, it's yeah. Hindu, There's a but, lot of like, Hindu gods. Yeah, Krishna is the biggest one, though. Yeah, or or Zeus, or the flying spaghetti monster. You yeah. know, like or aliens. I mean, if you worship <laughs> aliens, all for it. I'm on my. I'm on track to worship aliens. If I'm being, I'm just kidding. I'm not. I'm not. But that is I'll a huge development. No, <laughs> <laughs> UFOs are real. What? I didn't say that. Wow. Well, How that fits into our worldview, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But but so, like, what does... Let's just take it, I guess, out of a... I think it's interesting to talk about what... I, and it's hard to even form a, a certain question about it, but we all believe in God. I mean, that's the place yeah. to start. But, like, what does that mean? Just the concept of something, ex- like, supremely higher than you, more control than you, more power, more yeah. not like anything. What does that kind of mean? Like, how does that change affect your life? I guess because that's. Yeah. I mean, the the difference between that existing and not is huge. Yeah. And I think in the way that we view life. Yeah. So like, does that or or actually let's let's actually skip that question. Okay. Let's go <laughs> into. I think this is something we all want to talk about. Okay. Like, what what problems do you have? Like, what do you yeah. struggle with in terms of God? Because we all have our faith, and I think, at least for us three, we grew up in terms of like, well, this is what faith is to me. And yeah, like, yeah. God bless us all, and <laughs> he's the greatest. And, I mean, like, I don't want to make light of those things because they're, I mean, like, the God that I believe in is massively important and, like, yeah. dear to me. But as people, we struggle with that concept. So, like, what is that? I don't know. How do you, what 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 friction do you have like yeah there? I think it's tough because it's like I personally am like in a place right now of relying on my um experiences to form my beliefs if that makes sense and and my experiences line up with what I mean to me what the Bible says so that that like is important to me which is good. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's like when, I think once I get to anything, any thought of future is where I get like a little bit messed up. Not messed up. It's just like, I just like begin to like not really understand because I can understand what God was doing in my past and Mm -hmm. in my present. But when it comes to my future, I don't really understand it. So just to clarify, maybe this doesn't have, like this can go without saying, but to be clear, so you believe God is like active Yes. In your yeah, within yeah. your life. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. No, I I believe like, yeah. To to I don't know how to say it unChristian in a way. Like I don't know. How to, right. I don't know how to so say it without. You believe he like he 
there's like a god a higher a power god. that kind of directs the the events in your life yeah 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 no, so like I, do you believe in chance or coincidence uh whoa. no 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 uh no i don't think so okay. i think i think god sets you on no i don't know how to say it well, I mean, you can say it, however. Yeah, like, no, I, I guess I, I just learn, think but. God guides everything, mm-hmm. and I think I can step outside of that in a lot of ways, and then there's consequences for stepping outside of that. Okay. Um, but I think that like there's a, a path that God lays out in front of you, and He's gonna open. I, I guess the way that I view it is like I'm gonna open the doors, God's gonna close them or leave them open. Yeah. If that makes sense, like I think it takes action to do things on your part on my part so i don't think it's like i'm just a puppet for god doing his work i think it takes actual action for me mm-hmm. but i'm going to open the doors and god is going to either close the doors or leave them open and the ones that god leaves open i believe that i'm going to walk through i should walk through hmm. if that makes sense yeah so getting back to your question of like fear for me it's just like once i get past this life right now i don't really understand it yeah like I once like and that which what sucks about it is that's the end goal. Like the end goal for all of us right now is after right now. Right. It is the future, it is heaven or eternity and eternity scares the actual crap out of me. Mm-hmm. Like I genuinely like it I I mean I joke that ET is my biggest fear but I think <laughs> the thought of eternity something never ending ET is eternity oh. <laughs> oh no it's a metaphor That's crazy um, No I, I genuinely I think like the thought of something never ending is the scariest thing because my mind cannot comprehend it Yeah which for me then it's like okay I just got to rely on God for it yeah. I'm, I'm in no, here totally. now but it's like that's probably my biggest fear and lack of understanding and where I get to the point of like, man, what do, what do I believe about any of this? So, yeah. No, I what think would you say yours is? I mean, my biggest fear about, yeah, God the question like, you asked me, so I, like, I think it was something about like, fear. Yeah, what friction. Fear, fear, doubt, friction. Yeah. Um, hiccup, roadblock. Yeah. Speed I bump. think for me, it's hard for me to to um I don't like it's a hard question because there's a lot of answers to that question also. Yeah, for sure. Um, Which we can talk about future. Well so sure. what's what's interesting in the future. Yeah, totally. Yeah. But like it's it's funny to answer this question just as a person with a faith in a specific God because it's like I know the right answers. And at the end of the day, I think I trust most of them, but um, I think what's hard is just the idea of being wrong about it all. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. You know, like, because the thought crosses your mind of, well, I've never seen God, or, or just like, because I think running into... I have an uncle and like uh, just part like I have family that aren't that are atheists and every holiday that we're together we get into like long debates about it mostly for fun because we we all just like talking about it and kind of challenging each other it's never it's like it's not a super yeah you know um 
he, like personal thing. I mean, it is because we're all actually talking about things we believe. But I think listening to to them talk and be like, I don't, I just they would say I just don't understand how you could believe it. It's like a fairy yeah, tale. Yeah, yeah. And I have my own personal experiences, absolutely. But the, of course, you have the thought at night when you're trying to pray and you just can't, or for sure, you're just like, dude, what? Like, I can't. It's like a, I mean, the, what we are in is like a relationship. Yeah. And it's yeah. sometimes relationships just get hard. And so in those times, it's like, dude, what if I'm wrong and I'm wasting so much time of my life? Yeah. Like, on this thing that when I die, I'm never going to open my eyes again. Yeah. Um, so there's that. But I think also. I just opened another beer. Sorry, guys. Respect. <laughs> um, I don't know. I've actually had this thought before, and I don't seriously. I don't know. Have you ever thought about how God could just lie? If you yeah. like, if you, could he? I mean, philosophically, the definition of God, he couldn't. But maybe he could. Maybe. And, like, no, and God's, that's a whole can of worms. I don't know if we can open that right. God's now. real, but like, you get to heaven, and he's like. Yeah. This is not going to be fun for you, dude. Nick, well, what the heck? Something but, I've always said is like, dude. Because of my experiences, I, I like, know that God is real, and th- that's a personal take, you know. Yeah. Like, but like, I firmly believe that God is real because of my experiences. I think where it comes into play is like, I'm gonna question if He's good or not at yeah. times. Dude, I, I got a whole bit on this, but if we don't have the time, we don't have. To. How long's the bit? I don't know, man. How long you want to do? I can make it quick. Make it quick. Give make it okay. quick. I like here it. Here we go. This You're is here for whole, a reason, Josh. This is the whole bit. Okay, here we go. And this is the the biggest thing that is is my whole. Just like with just like with this podcast with God, it's no boundaries, no beef. No, so I yeah, get wait. to talk oh, about yeah. well, two rules of the podcast: no, no boundaries, boundaries and no beef. beef. This is my thing with with God. All right. Biblically, God is three things that we know as far as like power goes. He is. Uh, omniscient which means he he knows all he's omnipotent which means he's all powerful that's an interesting way to you pronounce that no, omniscient omni, omnipotent no, is omnipotent right. i would i've just always heard omnipotent, omnipotent. oh maybe oh, I, I mean i don't know i'm just interesting yeah, i think I, re- I do both so yeah. i don't know all right pronunciation <laughs> sorry my bad dog. here we go Keep no going. he's a pastor he's Carry not an english major guy and then and then i guess like i don't know if there's an omni word for it but i would just say omnipresent well, I would say, like, I don't know, omni-ambivalent. So, like, all good, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. Oh, okay. So, like, righteous. Yeah, yeah, So, say, take just, like, this is my biggest thing. Natural disasters, like a hurricane, kills yeah. thousands of innocent people. And you can say, like, each person maybe had sin, whatever. But just take it, like, babies die. Yeah. Like, people die that have no reason to die other than there was a hurricane they died. So, when that happens, right, what we understand is that Christians would say God is all-powerful, all-knowing and all good but if a hurricane happens and innocent people die is he if he was all-knowing he would have known that that was going to happen and he wouldn't have let it happen and if he was all-powerful he would have stopped it from happening and if he was all good he doesn't want innocent people to die so he would have stopped it from happening so if it happens one of those three things must not be true either he he knew it was going to happen and he was powerful enough to stop it but he's not all good so he let it happen or he is good enough to he wanted to stop it, and he's powerful enough to stop it but he didn't know it was going to happen or the third right yeah. so that's my whole thing is like people and i've seen videos on this it's called the problem of evil yeah. people would yeah, argue yeah. then that one of those three things must not be true therefore the biblical representation of god 
is not true. Yeah. Oh. So then it's pretty tough. That's a, that is a yeah. That's a so uh, yeah, man. It's like that. That's kind of always been my deal. Is that like because you you can't explain it, and that's where I guess the idea of faith comes in. That's where it's always been tough for me. That's kind of my yeah. my whole deal. Dang, I yeah. I think the 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 one that comes to, well, I, I mean, I want to say God's always good, but I just like I don't really know. I guess yeah. it's like. Well, there's a dude. wow. There's a straight up helicopter chase They're happening outside. Oh guys. my gosh! Wow, that's kind of scary, actually. Yeah, that's kind of gnarly. Lock the door. Let's peek the windows, bro. Okay. What just happened? <laughs> so, not to cut that part off, but we just witnessed a wild police chase. Like GTA right 5, like us. GTA. Absolute police chase. It was right outside the studio. Yeah. On the main street here, mm-hmm. and it like drove by. And we were, I'm sure you could hear it. I'm, I I don't know yet, but I think you'll be able to hear it in the podcast. And it drove by, went away, and then we went outside, and then we saw it drive. It was crazy. I mean, we saw they flew. They they came past us. We didn't see the end. I want to say at least fifteen cop cars. Yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. for sure. It was a in lot. One car. Well, dude, the guy freaking drove into a dead end and then turned around and then the cops just let him go. Yeah, which maybe I they mean, just don't want him to like ram into him. But it's got to be something like that. That my heart started racing the second I saw the car, like the car that was getting. I was more nervous. Before we went outside, when we were just hearing it, because well, the helicopter light sh- like shined in through our windows, and yes. I thought maybe this dude was right outside. Well, no, I I, I, I got up and locked the door because yeah. I was so scared. That was wild. I was like, maybe it's right outside. And then once I heard it go away, I was like, all right, we can go outside. Yeah. Well, actually, Matt told it to, told me I could go outside. Yeah. Otherwise, I probably wouldn't have gone. <laughs> oh my gosh, that yeah. was wild. That's w- and one of the craziest things I've ever. That's another one. That- I think one day we'll just do a crime pod where we, we talk about do a like crime, crime, crime stories. Pod. Matt has some crazy crime stories. I do. We have shared all three. You of us harbored have a, a criminal, ones. bro. I. I, I <laughs> don't know. Shared crime pods. Wait, were you there when? Oh, you weren't there. That was the guy outside your, your apartment. Yeah, yeah maybe we I gotta do a there, crime pod, guys. We'll maybe crime that's pod, next but, week, dude. We do a um, crime pod. I mean, maybe a natural seg. Wait, we'll get. We'll come back to it. We have some crazy stories that have happened in our. Less than one year of living here. Yeah, no. California is different. This type yeah. of crap doesn't happen no, in the Midwest. Absolutely not. So it, just, it just doesn't happen. I don't 100%. get it. Um, wow. Well, <laughs> I can't believe that. We happens. believe in God, but uh, <laughs> we believe in God and crime, and sometimes <laughs> and, they go together. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> wait, no. I don't no, know. I don't think. I don't know. Oh. Well, that uh, yeah. I mean, I think we can segue out of that. I'm, I'm sorry if that feels abrupt at all, but it's just 
abrupt on our end, and it's hard to go back into that mode now yeah. because Whoa. my heart is racing still Oof. about that police chase. Yeah. That so, was... let's uh, go into a quick music update, right? Yes. Let's do that. I feel like I have a lot to talk about. about go for it. This week. I don't. I don't I'm trying to think of. I mean, I probably have something to so say. Once you talk, at about least for it. for me, my release radar this week, Killers came out with a new song, did not like it. Didn't listen to it. Um, only one of their still. singles have been good for me so far, and it's Caution, which absolutely slaps. Smacks. Great song. As a song. That's on the our playlist right now. I put that yeah. on. Yeah, great Very song. Um, Laney came out with a single. Here's my deal with Laney. Mm. At the beginning, loved them. Great. <laughs> they stuff. were sick in the then, beginning. Then acronyms they did their, EP was so good. Yeah, acronyms was good. Um, the next EP was wasn't bad. Was good. Not as good, but yeah, still fine. Yeah, yeah, then yeah. the albums just have not done it for no, me. No, and done also nothing. the whole persona of that band right now is just not not doing it for I'm me. Out. Just, Paul Paul Klein's making or wearing dresses, and he can't write that. any just lyrics like, that mean more than a high school relationship. It, essentially, yeah. Not to go in too hard, but yeah. And just <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going I in. Just, I can't like, stand I just it. Can't, I'm done. It's it's kind of like a classic case of got famous turned into a jerk for sure. A little bit. Um, just like the, and it's not that he's mean. It's just like I just can't get behind the vibe. But anyway, they put out a new single. I actually kind of liked it. It's the first song I've been like, oh, I kind of like this. I, it's more like there's more guitar, there's more drums. Yeah. The melody is a little bit different for them, but I like it. I've listened to it once, and it's not bad. It's not bad, but it's not like great. And I, it's kind of sad because you know you always want to be on the front end of a band. Like, you want to right. be on the know before they're big. Uh-huh. Laney's one of those bands for us. We right. were we were into it before everyone else. And it's one that I now, like, despise having been into it before anyone else. Yeah. It's like, man, wow, those six songs were great. And now I, there's maybe one on the album I like after that. It's yeah. like, just kind of sucks. I'd love to see a redemption story. Would love to see it. I mean, it... Paul Klein's just gonna mature up, bro, and he's. Well, it sucks as it's like the drummer and Le, like Jake and Les, the drummer. Oh and the, yeah, they're dope. Whatever he does, uh, I don't even know what Les does. Guitar, guitar, bass. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. But they're sick guys, like in their music. Like, and they're, they're such good musicians. Paul Klein, I just feel like. <laughs> who is though a great musician? Yes, you very can't good. Deny. I just think maybe he just can't write the way that well, I thought he could. I just can't. I don't. I mean, he's got his own writing style that is not my favorite. Yeah, it's high school. But girl, it's like but. that's fine for me. It's more of the online presence that just bugs me. I think of, I can deal with the online. The it's the writing process, <laughs> the writing that I can't do. Yeah, he can't write a song that's not about a high school relationship. That's what it feels like. Yeah, which is dumb. So I'm out for Lanny now. Uh, Japanese House came out with a song. Well, an EP, right? Um, was it? An, it wasn't, I think it was Dion was just the song. Yeah, it's just the song. Justin no, Vernon. No, no, I'm pretty sure it's an EP, guys. Maybe there were singles released before. All I know is Dion. That's another slaps. band you we like were it? into before. I love the song. I've really? only listened to it once, so I don't have a full opinion yet. Our roommate was take, like t- telling us about talking about this, and I kind of adopted his take on it. But it does feel like Bon Iver right now is just like being featured on stuff just to be featured, mm-hmm. and it seems like he's. Um, overspending himself and it sounds like it's just like the same thing on every song kind of yeah it's true but taylor swift was different i think he's done he did something vocally different on the taylor swift song japanese house song felt like it was like just what uh 
Bon Iver does on music. Yeah. So I don't know. I dude, I feel like it was more than just Chewing Cotton Wool. It's three songs. Four those songs. Those are those are old songs. Really? Those Maybe have been out. Okay, I just yeah, I, I guess think? I'm just not caught up on Maybe Japanese I'm house. I'm not super into her anymore. Yeah. So um, But the Bon Iver thing got me uh got me into it. Yeah. But um music. Um I wanna give a quick shout out. This is it's like another song that came out was my friend Angel Ramirez who went to school. Oh, you know Angel Ramirez. Yeah, he went to school with us. Okay, me and Josh. Nice. And I mean technically you for a semester, I yeah, think. Wow, great. But uh great great Viola. guy. Actually very good. Go like, Eagles. Good eggs up, baby. Eggs up, bro. Talon. <laughs> um he is a great musician, great voice. He's uh like I've just seen him play and write a lot. Um but he put out a new song. I really like it actually. It's called Someday. Hmm. If you like Love on the Weekend by John Mayer vibes, that I think this is a song you'd like. Um so I just wanna support your local artist. Mm-hmm. Spotify, Aramez Ramirez Jr. Aramez. <laughs> Aramez Ramirez was the Cubs third baseman, like when I was growing up. Um, Amazing. Angel Ramirez Jr. <laughs> Look him up on Spotify. I like it. I'll put it on the playlist, which, by the way, Adam had some great songs on there. 5 a.m. Michigander. Great oh, song. Michigander's Been jamming to that. I hope all of you guys get into Michigander. He is so cool. Yeah, very good. I love good. his music. He's such a good singer. Yeah. Um, but, uh, go go, just just go follow that follow playlist on the Spotify, playlist, bro. Guys, it's good. We're going to update it every week. Yeah. It'll probably be like, so. We've got nine right now, which respect to you, nine. Why did you not put? Oh, the I'm tenth a follow. In? Josh is the a follow tenth. on there. There we go. That a boy. Thanks, Josh. Josh. We, I love it. Thanks, Josh. Please follow. Joshua. 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 <laughs> Joshua. Um, dude, why didn't you add a fifth one this week? What? Do you, what? You're supposed to add five. You have four well, on there. I added a lot, and then you were like, "Well, let's erase our ones from the last week." No, 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 no. no. Substitute. And I added a fifth one, but then I ended up taking it out. What was it? It I was a, it was a Lennon Stella song. Oh, I'm which vibing with Lennon. Stella. I like. I I actually don't know. Why I took it out. I think because it feel like it didn't fit the whole vibe. But Lennon I, Stella I and Phoebe Bridgers right now. I am just in. Phoebe, Phoebe can't Bridgers. get into. Too sad. Very sick. I I, I I'm sat in, it I'm out. I'm in sad boy vibe right now. I, <laughs> I sat it out too hard in high school, and now I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I I sat it out sad in high school. Sad it out. I that like that. I like that terminology. Sad it out. Was just sad guy. Wow. Sad boy. But um <laughs> I love that. Yeah, she yeah. just brings she just burns me out too fast. I don't know. I I'm do into it. it. But that's fine. Respect. Yeah, I just can't yeah, do it personally. Yeah. So go follow the playlist. Anyway. We yeah. will it's literally the music update of the week, essentially. Anyway, on top of that, here's a fresh take. This is Josh's album of the year, twenty twenty. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. To know. All right, ready? It's do you guys know Amine? He's a rapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's A-M-I-N-E. My brother has his poster on his wall. Amine is very sick. He released an album recently called Limbo. And this is this is Josh's fresh take on it, okay? It's called Limbo because the album kind of centers on the idea of... So Amine, he's 25, 26. Mm-hmm. There's a, there's a skit in there called Kobe, 30 seconds long. And the guy just... Mm. It's literally a guy talking and he just says, yeah. And to sum it up, the guy says... You know, when Kobe died, you know, I just feel like a piece of my innocence went with him. And I kind of realized, like, I need to figure out how this adult stuff works. Like, I need to, like, figure out how to, like, money and figure out how to, like, pay for a house. And for me, that really hit because when Kobe died, there was a moment where I was like, it did, like, I, Kobe's a global superstar. 
Mm-hmm. We all, everyone was sad, obviously, when Kobe died. But more than that, I feel like people my age were like, there's a level of like, this guy in your head was always going to be there, or at least for a long time. Yeah, and yeah. when he passed so early, you're like, frick, everything up till now, it's like, that's kind of all like gone. Like the, all the childhood memories associated with that felt like they went too. So it was like, dang, I got to grow up. So that's what the album kind of centers on, the idea. So like, because this mm. is kind of his first like big album since he blew up a few years ago. Mm. Yeah. So it's like his first major label debut since then. So it kind of, it's rap, but he's cool because he, he has like, I mean, the beats are great. It's very well produced, but he kind of has this flow that like our people, people our age would like. Like it's not like mumble rap. It's still rapping. Yeah. Um, but the, th- the theme of it is really good. It kind of centers on like we're growing up. And like That's dope. it's how to adjust to this new phase of life, yeah. um, so I I highly recommend it. It's very vibe good. With that. I, vibe I will with that. definitely I'll be getting it. into that. Uh, album of the year update for me. I think it might be Popular Manipulations by the Districts. That album that didn't come out this year. Though. I know, but it still might okay. be my album of the year because I listen to it so often. Quick update: What is it, yours? And then we'll still go. King Cruel. Oh I think gosh. I've gotten a lot of hate. People have tried, which I respect. There's only one person I know who supported you in this, and it's Maddie Sparks. Uh, Maddie Sparks. Respect. Which Maddie I respect Sparks. that dude so much. But, but listen, I, they're just. It's a funnel. You have to start. It's just. Yeah. I you, mean, I'm out. But I understand. Yeah. Actually, I'm not going to try to justify it. Kay. I just like it. Thank there, you. Are, there are songs to listen to, songs to not, if you don't like the kind. Anyway. Appreciate it. King Cruel forever. All right. We're going to end this podcast with a question that Matt proposed on Instagram this week. That we actually Matt is surprised by, but we come uh, on different sides of the the argument on this. We believe different things on it, and the so, question is, Matt, can you preface it and maybe go into the question, and then we can answer? Yeah. So, I have a friend, Lucas. Shout out, Lucas. Pop could be. Oh, why did I say pop? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. Probably that's what I meant. Probably the biggest uh, <laughs> fan of ours. Big, biggest oh, roommate, roommate report report supporter. Fans. Yeah, yeah. Supporter. Love him. Great, great guy. Great Post dude. about it every week. Mad yeah. respect on. Um, he. We were talking, and he said he's never seen Harry Potter, um, or read it or anything. And I was telling him that he should. He was like, "I'm just gonna watch him," and I was like, "Dude, trust me. Read him. I've read him like four or five times. Seen him a bunch. I was like, trust me." Read them first. It's a way better experience. Hmm. Not because the movies are bad, but because it's just the books are the books. Yeah. Um, and he's like, I don't know. And I was like, what if I got 25 people to, to say otherwise? And he's like, okay, fine, then I would do it. So I got the idea to put on Instagram. Yep. If you're going to read or watch Harry Potter first, if you've never seen, seen, if you've never done anything with Harry Potter before, should you read or watch it first? What were the, what were the responses? I th- so the, the, Final response was, um, sorry, I'm actually trying to see the results right now, and for some reason, it is not letting me. Suspense. But it was like, dude, I'm, why won't this? I don't know, just give a. So it was like, it was like 80 to 12. So 80, read. 80 read, 12 watch. Okay. Wow. Maybe was, Probably wasn't 25. I doubt you got 25 engagement on your post what bogus <laughs> i doubt it i'm gonna, I'm gonna doubt no, it here, right it now. was okay well i actually have a photo evidence of what of the final results what was I the result really gone for the screenshot um, i did look i'm yeah, getting it right seriously, now why Fine, did you final screenshot final because you can go to your archive Quantos. anyways here we go 82 vote for read 12 you vote had for watch. 82 votes on your 
pool? I had 94 total. Wow, bro. I respect the hell out of you. I People not, interact with my content, Man, bro. I thought my gram game was hot. Matt's gram yeah, game give me is hot. Very hot. Yeah, I get the people going with my questions. <laughs> anyway, follow me at Matt Danasso. The whole point is, I th- legitimately believed Adam, because we've had this conversation before, was going to be the only person who said watch. And I'm highly disappointed in the, all 12 of you for saying watch instead of read first. Yeah. And I cannot understand that. Okay. Do you want me to justify my Give answer? Give me your answer and I'll so tell you what I I believe that you should watch the movies before you should read them. And here is why. What do you have? Do you have anything well, to say? Well, no. Go ahead. Okay. Here's why. I read the books. I, I watched the movies way back in the day. Probably early high school is the first time I actually sat down and watched through all of them. Um, I, the last four I saw in theaters. So mm-hmm. that's my movie experience. Hadn't read any of them, but I loved the story. And I only read the books starting, well, we talked about it a little bit, but kind of in high school, but didn't really start until quarantine. I read all seven books. Seven books? Seven books. Seven, seven books. I read all seven books in quarantine. Um, so in March. I believe that you should watch the movies before the books because if I had read the books prior to the movie, I would not have liked the movies. And I liked the movies so much. The characters are great. I had this love for the characters and the story that was awesome. And I think the movies did it very well, but it didn't have the, like, if I had read the books before it, I would have been mad at the lack of depth and the things that they left out. So then for for my sake, I watched the movies. I loved them. And I was like, I want more. I went back to the books and the books gave me everything that I was left wanting in the, in the movies. So now I like, I, I can love the movies still because of my initial love for Harry Potter came from them, even though it's lacking the content. But the books now are so rich in content that like I appreciate that so much more than the movies, but I can still like the movies. I, I would have been a hater on the movies if they uh, if they had if I had read the books before them. So that's my take. But, but, is I I think it's uh, because I want to like the movies. It's important to watch the movies first. It's an intro to the story. What you're saying basically is that the books are better. Yes, I believe the books are better, so and that's not why, the argument we're making. It's it's who what we should watch or read first. But if okay, I I actually do see what you're saying, but. You were also then taken, the whole storyline was given to you before you read the books. Yeah. So if you had gone through and got all the surprises and all the, here's here's what I think. When you read the books first, and this kind of goes for honestly any book to movie situation. One, you rely on your imagination. So watching the movies first, you see the characters' faces, you see Hogwarts, you see the set, like you... You don't have to do the work for what things looked like, which is some of the most fun parts of reading. I will say the mo- I think the movies do a great job in Harry Potter of keeping the important things and also in finding people who look like the people in the book. Yeah. Like I think they actually did a really good job. Yeah, yeah. But and I so to clarify, I didn't grow up reading Harry Potter. I also didn't grow up watching them. I read Couldn't all watch them or read them, right? Wasn't allowed to. <laughs> Christian. <laughs> in high school, 
I don't even know if it was high school yet. I think it was early high school. But so I read all the books between. So there's seven books, eight movies. They split the last book into two movies. I read all the books between the seventh and eighth movies. So hmm. I'd read a book, watch a movie, read a book, watch a movie until I was caught up, and then I got. So the only movie I saw in theaters, like the at, at the actual at the actual release where I knew it was going to happen and everything, was yeah. the eighth one because I'd read all of them up to that, and. That was, like, a super sick experience because I knew it was going to happen, and then I got to, like, see how it translated. Yeah. And, yeah, you're like, what? That's not how that happened. Or, like, what about this? Ooh. Bad <laughs> voice cracks. What about this or that? But, dude, the experience of, like, reading, spending the time to read something where you can't put it down and staying up at night reading and, like, pouring over a book and getting attached to things is, like, so sick. And I think the the problem is, I mean, I see what you're saying, that you get more out of the book, but it's almost a different story. And, like, it's almost just the fun. I think there's something so fun about all of it happening in your head. Yeah, I agree. And, like, I I think that the book and the movies are so different that they both have a, a, a place... Like, the, like they're both it's just it's a different experience doing both and I think if I read the books first I would have had the, an expectation for the film that was unrealistic yes but the prop like the main so my I think my main point is that the build-up in a book to the, like the huge plot mm-hmm. like what the plot builds toward in a towards in a book the whole build-up to that is way more intense than in a movie because yeah. it happens over more time. You have to, like, play it all out in your head. And then the problem between the book and the movies is that it happens different sometimes. And so, like, just the knowing... If you're reading a book and you already know what happens at the end, it's like, I would rather watch a movie where I know the ending than read a book where I know the ending. Yeah. Because then, like, you're wasting time at that point. That that is fair. And without going into any detail, the only point that I was left disappointed by the books... Was the ending actually? Yeah, but Which, I think that's because I you think, saw the movies. No, first. no, it's true, and, and that's where that's where I think I can understand. But uh, but it's like to me, it was ninety eight percent of the books I liked so much better than the movies because it was more depth. But it was just the last two percent that I was like, man, I think the movies actually did it better. That's wild. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, I wish I could go into detail, but I'm not going to do, do it. But it's like I I that's where I understand where you're where you're coming from. I at that point at the end, I'd actually wish that I'd read the books before the movies. I did wish that. Because then at that point it would have been the movies would have been more to me than what the book was. But it was it was lacking to me than what the movie was from my perspective. So, Dang. yeah, it it's I wish I had I mean, watched I just, everything but the last movie, I guess, into, until I read it. Yeah. Which kind of sucks. But I yeah, I don't know. I appreciate the way I, I had watched it and did it because I can go back and watch the movies much easier than I can go back and read the books. Yeah. And I can experience Harry Potter the way that I first fell in love with it mm-hmm. um, more conveniently 
in a sense. In two I, hours, yeah. I can experience it, opposed to having to finish a well, book. Well, post-reading and everything, I think, yes, that's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think just the, the magic time. of the first read-through is, like, I want to read my kids' Harry Potter. No, agreed. And I will say, I, my kids, I will read Harry Potter to my kids before they watch the movies. Yeah. So, I, like, I think that's the natural process of it, but I, I so am I happy win. with the way that I went about it. So, I win. <laughs> no, because I think for myself, I would have, I would rather have watched the movies. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, we say no boundaries, no beef. And no boundaries, I, no I beef. Live, I live, our relationship lives by those two rules. Oh, but this is the closest I've come to not respecting you ever. You but I still do. Yeah, we walk because out of this pod and there's no beef. There's no beef. No beef. But that is wild. Wow. Um, well, this has been a wild ride of a fifth episode. Yeah, I'm excited to see how it turns out, if I'm being honest. Because yeah. I don't really know. Um, right. I... Uh, Appreciate all of you guys tuning in still. This is yes. this is really fun for us. I don't, for me at least. There's only been one time where I've been frustrated with this whole thing and it was just when I messed up the recording and we did a great podcast. And we did lose a whole podcast. It was my whole fault and I no, felt so okay. bad. It was actually my worst night in a while. You were upset. I was very upset and most people out here haven't seen me upset like yeah. that. So it was it was right. weird. But this has been a really fun experience for yeah. us and we're uh, excited to yeah. still be doing it. And yeah, thank you for listening. I mean, the whole point of this is just to. L- this are the conversations we have. You're the third roommate. You're the third roommate. Also, Josh, thank you for joining us. Yeah, seriously, Josh. You're a legend, bro. Thanks Pastor for- Josh, we love you. PJ, baby. Me, PJ. We gonna call you PJ now? I, I am PJ. There's <laughs> PJ and JJ. There's so many different forms. Of I Josh. love it. Well, it, it, jo- Josh is my Indian brother. That's not an Indian. Dude, he's hey, he's Sam so, and I's third Indian. I'm brother. so happy to be grafted into the culture. <laughs> for I those of you, for those of you who don't know him, he looks Indian, but he's not Indian at all. It's, it's the greatest blessing of all time. <laughs> I love it. I'm jealous. Um, yeah, so go follow us on uh, all of the social medias. Follow us podcast. on Spotify. Follow us on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review. Actually, though, we love reading those. Yeah, so they're really fun. If you can make us laugh, I'll yeah. be happy. Yes, and, tell your um, friends about us. Listen to our Spotify playlist. We, we update it every week. Send us your music It's literally going to be what we're interested in that in, in in that week. Yeah. So it's almost an extension of the podcast. It's yeah. an extension of the music update of the week. Right. So it's there for you guys to listen to. We're not going to make it long, so it's very easy for you guys to listen all the way through every week. Yeah. Um, that about wraps it up. Yeah. Um, this has uh, been Season 1, Episode 5. Thank you guys for listening. My name is Adam. My name is Matt. And this is The Roommate Report. And, and we'll, we'll be seeing you. Seeing you.